Hey, you can be seated this morning. We're so glad that you're here. Welcome to a very special Sunday morning service. Welcome to those of you who are joining us online to our, our legacy building dedication service. And you know, it's, I believe it's important that we take time to celebrate and remember things that God does in our life. And so what we're doing today is, is celebrating, taking a moment to thank the Lord for his faithfulness. Something that was once just a word, a stirring in the hearts of our elders that resulted in us praying and planning and preparing two years ago. Now we look back and we see a building that has been renovated for the glory of God. And it is worth celebrating the faithfulness of God, amen? Hey, it's my privilege and honor to do a couple things early on in our service today. And one is to recognize some folks that are our special guests, people that had a special role in uh, this project. And some of these folks were already here in person in our nine o'clock service, but I'm going to go ahead and acknowledge all of them, understanding that some of them have already been here and come and gone. Others are unable to join us because of the extenuating circumstances that are going on in the world around us today, but I wanna take a moment and just appreciate their role in this project. And so I want, if, you, if you are here in person as I read your name, would you do us the honor of standing to your feet? And congregation, would you be willing to just withhold your applause until the very end and we'll celebrate and appreciate and honor them all together? Uh, as a congregation. First, David Evans with Mantel Teeter Architects, and also wanna appreciate Brian Rassum and Ashley Schlicht, a part of Mantel Teeter, helped us to design the renovation. Philip Struble with Land Plan Engineering, and also C.L. Maurer with Land Plan Engineering, helped us to engineer our site plan. Mike and Gail Tyndall, owners of Coal Creek Construction, uh, and Brent Sturtz, the superintendent of the project for Cold Creek Construction, super thankful for their partnership and just they were such a blessing throughout the process. Thank you guys. Alan Lears with New Century Bank and Steve Rempel with Tri-Century Bank. Graham and Marie Caddo, who served as an apostolic consultant to our eldership during that season where we were praying and, pr and play planning and preparing. Um, and our eldership, um, Clint and Sarah Kiefer, right here, would you guys stand? And Clint and Woody and, and Terry will have a role in the service a little bit later, but I wanted them to stand right now because I wanna appreciate and honor their wives along with them because of all the time that they were willing to share you guys with the extra meetings and play, pr prayer meetings that it took to, uh, to develop the plans for this project. Woody and Marla Davis right here, and Terry and Kathy Marshall. Right here, and now can we give them all a warm round of applause and thank them for all the prayer, the time, the commitment, the effort, the dedication. Listen, a project like this, a project like this, it happens by God's grace, but it doesn't happen by accident. It's the same with many things in our life. It happens by God's grace. God gets the glory for it all, amen? Anything good that he does in our life, he deserves the glory. But he oftentimes, every, almost every time, he's looking to partner with people who will say yes to the call of God upon their lives. So I, I say thank you to you guys, to your wives, to all of you who served, who gave, who prayed to help this project become a reality, to see a vision become a reality. And that's what we're celebrating today. Well, it's, second, secondly, it's my honor to introduce to you a video that was compiled and put together by Nathan Hammer, our, our media director here at the church. And as I watched it this week, as it was coming together, it impacted me profoundly. And I hope that it does the same for you as you watch. I hope it inspires you to remember some of the ways that God's been faithful in your life. I hope it inspires you with just some of the magnitude of what you are a part of if you are part of Rev City Church. 
And I hope it stirs faith that regardless of what your life looks like today, there's a plan and there's a hope and there's a future. Maybe there's a renovation or a restoration that God wants to do in your life or your marriage or your finances. So as you watch this today, I hope it inspires you. I hope it stirs faith in your heart. Enjoy this video. take some time this morning to share some exciting vision with you as our church family. I'm just so thankful and grateful for everything that God's done. I'm so thankful and grateful for the fathers in the faith and for the previous generation and for the previous seasons that have been walked out in the life of this church other times, other seasons where God had birthed this church in the Jesus movement of the 70s among some radical college kids who just got radically saved and had the faith and the courage to believe that God was who he said he was and would do what he said that he would do and that the word of God was true and that the Holy Spirit of God was alive and well and desiring to empower and equip his people group of people that came together and began to worship and pursue and call out to God and share life with one another. And in the previous seasons that you saw in the life of this church, there was faith that God began to stir, to step out from the small gathering where they were having and begin to meet in a home and then to step out and to acquire an old car dealership on 23rd and to renovate it and fix it up and to begin to meet there and then to step out and acquire the property and build a building on Michigan Street. And then to step out and come out into Western Lawrence where there was only cornfields and a few houses in the horizon and purchase some land and begin to put the plans together to build this building. In previous seasons, God took that and turned it in to the church that we are sitting in today, which by the way is so much more than a building. The church is living stones. It's you and it's me. This is just a place that we gather. But this is an important place, and, and this building was built in 1990 and dedicated to the purposes of God. And can I just encourage you, it's been used well. If you could just think and allow yourself over 28 years to just imagine just briefly all the worship time, all the baptisms and salvations and dedications and the marriages where men and women have come together right here and submitted their life and their future and been joined together in holy matrimony. The times where families have joined and gathered together and wept in this place as they remembered the life of a loved one who had gone on to be with the Lord. The times where people from our community have come and gathered in this place to enjoy fellowship or to be trained or encouraged or equipped. All the things that have happened, this building has been an epicenter for activity. Come on, the church is not a building, it's about people, but this is a special place. But it's not intended to remain within these four walls, it's intended to begin to go out through you and through you and through you and through you and through, you and through me. This is intended to be an epicenter of a movement. This is intended to be a reactor for an uprising of God's love. This is intended to be the place where something happens and sparks in us as individuals and as a church. And we can't help but go out and begin to tell the community of Lawrence that needs Jesus Christ about what God has done in our life and that Jesus is alive and well and that the Father in heaven loves them so much he made a way to cover their sin and cover their past and connect them to a fresh start in him, amen? When is this? God has stirred faith to step out. 
And I believe in this season, God began to speak into our eldership. God began to highlight that just as in previous seasons, the Holy Spirit had come and began to stir faith and the Holy Spirit had come and began to speak and deliver plans and that people had responded in faith. God was calling us. In previous seasons, it was to step out and to buy land and to build. And we believe that in this season, the Holy Spirit began to say, now in an effort to steward well and to bring renewed excellence to the property and to the facility that I've blessed you with. and say, God deserves our best. And in this season, we're going to step in, receive it in faith. We're going to give and we're going to serve. And we're going to update this and bring an excellence to it because how many of you believe that God deserves our first and our best? So that's what this is about. And can I just tell you, I'm so grateful and thankful for the faith of previous generations and the faithfulness of God. And I just believe that's the, that's the heart of God. It's what he does in our lives, amen? Come on, he comes in and he changes us on the inside, but when he begins to change us on the inside, we can't help but begin to be changed on the outside.
you, Lord. Come on, one more time. Can we just thank the Lord for his faithfulness? Thank the Lord for his faithfulness and for the faithfulness of a previous generation. The church is more than a building, it's people, but think about all the precious people who have been blessed and encouraged and reached because of the previous generation that was faithful to say yes to God, to step out in faith and to purchase this land and build this building so that we, this generation of believers of this church family would have the privilege to steward it well and to renovate it. I believe it's been pleasing to the Lord. You know, there was a couple of things that spoke to me as I was re-watching and did you catch that that audio through the entire video, all of the audio of that video was from a visionary message that was brought in 2018. 2018. And listen, as I was watching it, I just felt compelled to ask you, what is it that God's speaking over your life today? Where he's speaking something, he's speaking a desire to, to bring life or bring renewal or bring restoration to some area of your life, your heart, your mind, your marriage. And maybe it looks like one thing today, it looks like this today. But if you'll just receive in faith the word of God, what he's speaking over you, what his word has to say that there's a time in this instance it took two years for this to go from vision to completion in your life maybe it's going to take 20 minutes maybe in the length of this service God's going to do something in your life that changes you forever maybe it might take a couple of years to see the relationship fully restored or to see the debt fully paid or what is it that God's speaking to you because back then it was just a word, it was just a stirring, it was just a vision, it was just a sermon, it was just a message. But the people of God, you and me, we grabbed onto it and we said, God, if you're calling us to it, we say yes. And I'm just so thankful for those of you who served and those of you who gave, some of you even giving generously and sacrificially to see the house of God renewed and restored for another season of life-giving ministry. I'm so thankful for the spiritual moms and dads. The previous generation, you saw many of them there who stepped out in faith and just began to respond to the call of God to just begin to gather and pray and study God's word and minister to one another, reach out to other students on the University of Camp Kansas campus. And it became this church that now we're a part of with this vibrant history and legacy of faith. And I believe and the Bible talks about, because we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us run the race that we are called to run. I believe the best is yet to come. And that's you and that's me. That's what we're a part of. And it's why we're in this place to get today, dedicating this facility, dedicating this renovated facility for another season, for another generation of ministry, of life-giving ministry, of the Word of God being declared, of people being welcomed into the house of God and into the family of faith, of broken, hurting people, broken, hurting marriages, maybe even on the brink of divorce, just coming into this place, not knowing what to expect, but discovering a God who loves and a God who cares and a Savior who heals and a Savior who redeems and restores. And so, would you stand to your feet? I want you to have a part. We're gonna to begin to prayerfully de uh, dedicate this facility today. And I've asked these leaders to step alongside me, my wife, Amity, Eddie and Beth Diaz, executive pastor, and children's director, and we're going to begin to dedicate this, this facility. Um, according to, we're gonna dedicate the kids wing. We're gonna dedicate the pastoral offices. We're gonna dedicate the foyer, the fellowship hall, the cafe, and the spaces where we gather for fellowship. And then I'm gonna have the privilege of dedicating this sanctuary, this platform, and this pulpit for the purposes and the glory of God. Amity? You know, this morning I was reminded, um, Thomas is talking about restoration, and we see those pictures 
Um, it said March 4th, 2019, right? And for some of us, I know, especially for the staff, I think that in one way it feels like that was just yesterday. And another way it feels like it's been like 10 years, <laughs> right? Especially after 2020, hello. Listen, I wanna just encourage you with something. I was reminded of um, several years ago when Thomas and I bought a home um, down in South Texas where we were living and we bought it um, as is. It had been um, um, foreclosed on. And so there was all kinds of things. We just kind of bought it as is and we knew we were gonna have a little bit of work ahead of us. And one of those things that we were going to do was this um, house had a jacuzzi tub in the master bathroom and it didn't work. And we were super bummed about it because I'd never had one before and I was really excited and I was actually pregnant at the time. And we went in, we looked at it, we couldn't figure it out. We brought some contractors in, we brought some plumbers and everybody kept telling us the same thing over and over and over. They kept saying, it's gonna be this massive project. We're gonna have to tear out this beautiful porcelain tile and find the control panel. It might not be here and it might not be here. We have no idea. And we were really disappointed in it because we really wanted that thing to work. And we bought that house and we were excited to use that. And one day, Thomas went into the bathroom and he had this moment of like, I wonder. And he opened this cupboard underneath the sink and underneath the sink was this little plug and it was unplugged. And would you believe that just plugging in that one little plug fixed my beautiful jacuzzi tub? Listen, I wonder who here today is up against a situation or a circumstance or a story or a struggle that all these people around you have told you it ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna work. And if it does, it's gonna take a lot of pain. And it's gonna, listen, I know there's gonna th be things that take time here in my heart this morning, but I, what I felt like the Lord wanted me to encourage some of us here today, that all those voices in your head that are speaking doubt and discouragement and despair and hopelessness, God says, I can. I can and I will. And what the world might say could take years and years and years, what the world might say could say, never happen, the Lord says, I can. I wonder if anyone here today is up against a situation where you need that word over your life. Anybody? I believe he wanted me to encourage you with that. He's a God of restoration. He loves you. He cares about you. Nothing is too big for him. He can do miracles. Would you just bow your heads before we move on and, and dedicate this beautiful facility to the Lord? I just felt led that we're supposed to have this time of ministry for anyone here today that is just up against a situation that you feel resembles that story. And with every head bowed and every eye closed, if that's you today, and you need your faith stirred this morning, would you just lift your hands as an act of surrender? Just take that situation, lift it up to Jesus. Father, I lift up each and every one of my precious brothers and sisters in this room today that are lifting up these situations that seem hopeless, that seem um, insurmountable, that seem um, just chaotic, that there's just not an answer right now. Father, we lift it up to you, Father. And I thank you that you can. Your word says you can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. So Father, I just thank you in advance for testimonies today, for situations being shifted. I ask that you would stir hearts, that they would have faith once again in that situation. I ask for hope to begin to stir in your people today. Hope right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your presence. Thank you, Father, for speaking.
We trust you. We trust you. You can put your hands down. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, we're gonna continue and we're gonna dedicate um, all different areas. Um, Pastor Thomas said that he would love for us just to literally talk about each area in the church that has been renovated and dedicate them specifically for the Lord. And so Beth is gonna step up right now and she's gonna dedicate our children's wing. Isn't it been so excited to see that been restored and renovated? How many of you know we are changing these kids' lives and we believe that we are raising up world changers for Jesus, amen? So go ahead, Beth. Well, it's my privilege to get to pray for the children's ministry, this wing over here that we've dedicated to the kids and I am so thankful for it. You should see their little faces. Some of them, they're your children, but seeing their faces come in and be so excited about going to their spot. I'm, um, so we're gonna, if you'll join me, if you're grandmas, grandpas, moms and dads, maybe you're a spiritual mom or dad, you don't have children, would you pray with me as I pray? Go ahead, you can pray out loud if you want to. If you're online and you're joining us, would you engage in prayer for this next generation and the generations to come that are gonna use this facility? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this place that you have given us. I thank you that you have given us for this generation and the generations to come. And we are committed to training up world changers that would be influencers for you, God, that they would influence their friends and their family, people in the grocery store, God, that they would influence for you. We ask that every child that walks through these doors would come to you through salvation, Lord, that they, when they walk in, even with their parents, that your presence would be known to them, Lord, that they would have the opportunity to receive you and they would be willing and obedient to receive you, God. We thank you that this next generation will also change the world through what you have put in them, your Holy Spirit, Lord. Thank you that they would be filled with your presence and filled with your Holy Spirit. God, that they would hunger for your word, that your word would lead them and guide them and your spirit, they would hear you. The Bible says, my sheep, they know my voice, they hear me and they obey me. And so Lord, I pray that over the kids that they would hear you and they would do what you have called them to do, that they would not shrink back from the gifts and the callings and the anointing that you have placed on their life, Lord. We celebrate it with them. Thank you so much for the volunteers and the leaders that have already come, but that are coming, Lord, to teach your children in the ways of the Lord, to train them up in the way that they should go, to come alongside the families and help them and encourage them, Lord. We dedicate this place to you, the outdoors, our playground, our um, basketball court is so brand new. So many kids are coming for the community, Lord, from the community to come out there and play basketball. But we know that we built that so they could come to know you. And we thank you that every child that steps on that court would be in your presence, Lord, and they would be drawn to you and your truth. We dedicate all this to you in Jesus' name, amen. Let's celebrate our kiddos today. All right, I have the honor and the privilege to pray for our offices, our church offices. But before that, uh, as I was praying this week, the Lord gave me uh, Haggai chapter uh, 2 and beginning in verse 7. It says, And I will shake the nations so that the treasures of all nations shall come in, and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord of hosts. 
the latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, declares the Lord. And he began to speak to me and say, I will shake the nations. It's the Lord that shakes the nations. And you can look around us and today you can say the nations are being shaken. But at the end of that scripture, he says, first I will shake the nations. And then he says, I will give you peace. So that in the midst of the shaking, we as the people of God can praise him because we hold on to the shaker. Amen. And so I want you to know that whatever's going on right now in your life, if you are being shaken, as the world is being shaken, understand we don't react like the world because we hold on to the shakers. And the greatest part of that is that when we hold on to the shaker, he gives us peace. Amen. I want you to join with me uh, this morning as we pray for our church offices. Father God, I thank you for our church staff. I pray, Father, that the offices of this church that resident use each and every week would bring you honor and bring you glory. I pray, Father God, that you would make those offices not just a place of your visitation, but they would become your habitation, Lord God. That each and every day we walk into those offices and we'd be greeted by your presence. For in your presence, Lord God, is fullness of joy. In that place, you release your wisdom and your knowledge and the understanding that we can apply that wisdom and knowledge to every situation that we encounter, Lord God. I pray for your anointing to be made manifest, fresh and new today, as we consecrate those offices for your purposes, Lord God, to see your children ministered to, counseled, and set free from the bondages of the enemy to see marriages restored and strengthened and new marriages given a fresh start with a strong foundation, Lord God. Your word tells us that you came to destroy the works of the devil and to set the captives free. And we believe that and we receive it in Jesus' name. Father, Father, by the Holy Spirit, would you release fresh anointings in those offices, Lord God, for fresh strategies, fresh innovations, and giftings to further your message of hope to Lawrence, the region, the nation, and the world. That the gifts of your spirit would be released with words of wisdom and words of knowledge, gifts of faith and healing, miracles and discerning of spirits, and prophecy would be released in this church, Lord God, to bring comfort, to edify, and to exhort that the fruit of your spirit would be made evident through the ministry released in those offices so that everyone that enters in encounters your love, your joy, your peace, your patience, your kindness, your goodness, your faithfulness, your gentleness and self-control. Father, that you would be glorified in and through those offices and through the staff and throughout this church and all who enter in come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ by the power of your spirit. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. And everybody said, amen. Can we give the Lord a clap offering this morning? Well, I have the privilege of praying and speaking over the um, the lobby, the cafe area, the fellowship hall. Listen, those are just places that we connect, right? where relationships are made, where the very first interactions happen is through those front doors. It's a really important place. And I believe that um, we say this all the time. We say, Rev City, we're family. 
And I believe that that's what the Lord is continuing to remind us in this season, that we are family. So would you just join with me and would you um, just join with me in dedicating and praying over those places. Father, I thank you so much for your presence in this place, Lord. And we dedicate and lift up these places to you, Father, the, the lobby, the cafe, the fellowship hall, the kitchen, all these places where interactions take place. And Lord, you've called us to be a family and your word says that you place the lonely into families. And Father, I just lift up those precious people that walk in our doors. Each and every church member, each guest, each person from our community, each family member, extended family member that walks through those doors. I just see shoulders that were slumped when they walked in, walking out high, confident, and filled with the joy of the Lord. And so Lord, I just pray that those places would be a place where life-giving encouragement is found. I pray that in those places, hope would be restored. Conversations around the Word of God and what Your Word has to say about situations would just be in the, on the lips of Your people in these places. Lord, I just thank You that even through a simple cup of coffee conversation, a heart can be turned and changed and prepared to come into this atmosphere where the Word of God is preached and worship is had. Father, I just thank You for these places. We dedicate them to You and for Your glory in Jesus' name name. Amen. Amen. It's my privilege and honor to dedicate this room, this place, this sanctuary where we gather together as the family of God to be instructed in God's word, to worship the Lord together, to receive ministry, to receive the prophetic word of the Lord. And so would you join me in dedicating this room, this sanctuary, this place where we worship, this worship center, Father, we thank you for this room. We thank you for this place. All the things that have happened, Lord, all the people who have, who have heard the message of the gospel and responded in faith, Lord, all the, all the couples who have been married in this place, Lord, all the families who have gathered, Lord, to remember a loved one who's gone on to be with you, Lord. We thank you for all the things that have already happened in this room, Lord, and we dedicate and rededicate this room for the future purposes of God. We dedicate this pulpit, Lord, to preach the word of God in a culture that is, that is oftentimes turning from and opposing your word, Lord, I pray that the word of God, a firm foundation, Lord, would be spoken and, and would be preached with clarity and conviction and compassion, God, in a way that brings life, in a way that brings freedom, in a way that causes people to see differently and live differently, God. We dedicate this platform, Lord, from which our worship leaders and our worship teams lead us in worship, God. We pray that there would be fresh sounds from heaven, Lord, we pray that there would be new songs that you would release, God, through this church, God. We pray that your presence would fill this room in a way, God, that brings freedom and life and hope and healing, God, to every person that enters in, Father. Lord, we dedicate this equipment, the video and the audio equipment that we stepped out in faith to acquire, God. And we pray, Lord, we thank you, God, that you are already using it to further the reach and to speak the speech, speak and preach the gospel of Jesus to our community, Lord. To, the, to even places all around the world, there are people that are tuning in through the technology that we acquired and invested in, Lord, who are hearing about Jesus and responding in faith. We dedicate it, Lord, for your glory. Lord, we dedicate this room, Lord. Every time we gather, we pray, Lord, that your presence would be there to meet with us. Lord, we pray, Lord, that this, this altar right here, this place right here in front of the platform, God, we dedicate this ground, Lord, to you. I pray that this would be a place that many people over the years would continue to come forward 
maybe in, a, in the midst of a hurting, broken circumstance in their life, and that as they kneel or bow before you, Lord, perhaps with tears hitting the floor, God, I pray that this would be a place where you would meet them and encounter them, Lord, and stir hope and faith for their future in Jesus' name. Lord, when our youth group gathers in this room on Wednesday nights or anytime they gather, I pray that you would strengthen them, Lord, to be a generation who knows God, who knows who they are in God, and who lives courageously and victoriously for the purposes of God. Lord, we dedicate this room, we dedicate this sanctuary, we dedicate this church to the glory and the purposes of Jesus Christ and all of God's people said. Amen. Can you put your hands together for Jesus this morning? Come on, can you give him a mighty shout of praise and give him thanks for all that he's done? He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful.